What's up, guys? Welcome back. Episode two, episode C. We don't know if we're going with the number format or the letter format. Who cares? Super Bowl preview. Cincinnati Bengals, LA Rams, two quarterbacks who it's hard not to like. I mean, you got Joe Burr, Joe Burrow, you got Matt Stafford. I mean, where do you guys want to start? You want to start with AFC champs with the Bengals, the team that no one thought was going to be here, that was 10 and 7, but yet here they are. Yeah, let's absolutely start with the Bengals and uh, Joe Burrow. No, you you go ahead. You go ahead. I think you're ready. I mean, my boy Joe Shiesty, man. That's, you know, Dirty Joe. He's the man. I've loved that guy since college. Um, honestly, this is a Super Bowl that we've needed for a long time. Um, tired of seeing the Chiefs, man. Tired of seeing Tom Brady's old self up there, you know. Shout out to the GOAT. By the way, would like to just rewind real quick to the first episode we did when I said he's retiring. You know, I was right. That was a Gare Bear guarantee. Much like this Gare Bear guarantee, I guarantee that Joe Burrow throws three tutties. And two of them go to T. Higgins. Oh, wow. First one. Off I like the that. You like that? I like that a lot. T. Higgins looked good last week. T. Higgins is a baller, especially in fantasy, dude. Like before Jamar got there, he was he was the goat flex. Um, reason for that's Jalen Ramsey, dude. I mean, Ramsey's gonna be shadowing jamar all night you, you know i mean it's he's too good not to be shadowed so that's why i put all my money on t higgins if there's a prop bet around that that y'all had to touch on i mean go ahead with the odds but i, I think it's t higgins is going to lead the receiving for the cincinnati Bengals. <clears throat> yeah t. Higgins. I'll look, I'll look that up yeah. real quick yeah see what that is all right i was i was really high on uh tyler boyd catching one touchdown being a captain a veteran guy in a big game, um, I think he's going to step up. Uh, but I don't know if Jalen Ramsey's actually going to handle Jamar Chase as easily as you were kind of foreshadowing. Um, Jamar Chase, I, I was going to do a three-man uh, touchdown, and that was going to be Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, and OBJ, which we'll get into them when we start talking about the Rams. But, uh, yeah, I'm extremely high on Jamar Chase. Uh, he's got to have a big game. He's had a big season all year. So let's finish it out with at least one touchdown. I saw he has, there's another one. It's him, 150 plus yards, two touchdowns. It's like plus 4,500, which is crazy. The the, the T Higgins to score two touchdowns plus 950. Hmm. Wow. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I really I think I think Ramsey is gonna do do some stuff for Chase. Um Jamar Chase is a baller, dude. I mean, he he's a he's a big play guy and he's he when he gets the ball, I mean he's nasty. Um, but I just I don't know, man. I don't really I really don't see this game being as like a big a big play game like everybody kinda thinks it might be. Um if you look at these two teams really like throughout the, the year, I mean they're not really blowing opponents out either i mean the, the Bengals did put up you know a ton of points towards the end of the season uh but early on they weren't really putting up that many points um so i think it's going to be a little bit closer um you know especially with the defense the rams do have and the Bengals D's like they're balling out too i mean don't sleep on them yeah i yeah, definitely that, think it's going to be a huge defensive game 
Yeah, that ba- that Bengals defense has definitely been the unsung hero the last few weeks. I mean, Joe Burrow's played like he's played well. He's led the team to victories, but that defense has really stepped up, especially when they needed to. Uh, two other things I wanted to touch on, Garrett. You kind of mentioned about it being a you know not a super like not a kind of super play kind of game. Where's Joe Mixon going to be? What, what kind of what kind of uh, effect is he going to have on this one? Well, I'm glad you asked, Sir Weevilson. Um, I actually have some stuff prepared for this. So I think I, I kind of did like a key to win for both teams, you know, like what has to happen for those teams to win. And uh, for the Bengals, it's Mixon's got to go over 100 yards. Um, I think, you know, he's averaging like a little over four yards of carry, which is great. Um, and when the Bengals played, was it the Chiefs? when or was it, No, it was the Titans when Burrow was sacked nine times. They only ran the ball. They ran the ball less than 20 times that game. You go to the next game when they played the Chiefs, and they ran it almost, uh, I think, close to 30 times, something like that. Mixon went above 100, and they won. Um, plus, I mean, Burrow getting sacked nine times, like, that ain't going to work. I, I think I think if, if they can establish a run, then I, I think the Bengals win. Um, the Rams are good against the run, though. I mean, they've only had two 100-yard rushers all year. So, you know, it's going to be tough to do, but I think they can do it. <clears throat> I said, I got one I want to throw a YouTube crater. So the O-line for the Bengals is, has been bad all year. Garrett just mentioned about giving up nine sacks, nine sacks ooh, against the Titans. Balls. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so where does this, where does this Rams D-line go against a, a poor offensive line of the Bengals like the Rams D-line is stacked yeah um yeah I think Aaron Donald and Von Miller obviously they're the two big guys that uh everybody's watching in on um Von Miller been there before I mean that they've actually both been there before in Super Bowls um Von Miller still gives me nightmares from the Panthers Broncos Super Bowl where he absolutely destroyed our will to uh do anything um yeah uh Aaron Donald 14 sacks on the season, 77% uh, rushing, like rush, like, or pressures, I should say. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be a huge factor in what happens. And yeah, the Bengals cannot give up, what'd you say, nine sacks against the Titans, right? Insane. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm kind of high on uh, Rams defense just for the sack factor um, yeah. and daily fantasy. So, right. Yeah, I definitely agree, man. Um, I think I think it is going to be a pretty defensive game. Um, speaking of that, I don't know the odds on like the over and under. I mean, do you guys have that? Yeah, the, that's at forty eight and a half right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are you guys thinking on that? I would take the over. Um, yeah. And honestly, more more on the fact that I I just trust I trust Stafford to get the ball in the end zone, and then I trust Joe Burrow to like just follow suit. Like, I feel like if they get down seven or get down 14, I trust Joe to come down the field and score. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's Mr. Composure. Yeah. Or he has been in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, 48 and a half. That's – it seems a little low, but given the defenses, I think it's it's pretty pretty good. Um, yeah, but- I would I would probably also take the over. It's, it's just always more fun. Yeah. Um, the spread is minus four Rams. Mm. Uh I think most people would expect the Rams to win this game just based on the, the lineup, you know. Um, you can kind of compare it to like, a, I don't know, 
they're, they're kind of like, I guess, like the warriors of the NBA or of the NFL. Uh, just, you know, stack team. Uh, they got, like I said, 99 overall Madden players at every position, um, you know, almost. So I feel like on paper, that makes sense. Who, I would take that. I, I I had the Rams winning. I mean, that's that's what I think. But who's got more pressure on him? Do you think? Do you think Stafford or McVay has more pressure to win this game for the Rams? Ooh, that's tough. I want to say initially Stafford, just because you know Detroit and all that. But I think McVay because of his last, you know, Super Bowl appearance, like how that went. Um, honestly. Uh, I love McVay. I think he's a great coach. By the way, fun fact about Sean McVay in high school, he was the high school player of the year over Thompson at quarterback and ran the triple option in Georgia. So, you know, yeah. quick little guy, just a fun little note there. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's McVay. What about you, Crater? Yeah. Um, I guess I kind of look at it as like Stafford's coming. I don't know. How old is Stafford? He's, he's, he's He's yeah, he doesn't have like a full career ahead of him, such as mm-hmm. a guy like McVeigh, who's so young as a head coach right now. He's already accomplished so much. But I think that uh yeah, it might be Stafford just because he's running out of time, man. This is this might be his last chance to uh, get that ring. I like I liked how you brought up the Warriors too, because i I feel like this this Rams team is essentially that. They've they've kind of copied that like NBA mindset where you bring in a, a one guy and then you just surround him with weapons and you go all in for one year. And like, this is a year that they're all in brought in Stafford. They brought in guys around them. They brought in some defensive guys. They got Bob Miller. Like this is their all in year. And if they don't win, I think it's a failure. And I think it's on McVay. Yeah. So you would feel like McVay has more pressure on him. I do. Yeah. I think with, uh, with, like you said, his first performance against Belichick, Belichick put his head in a pretzel that entire game. Um, he's obviously a great coach. His win percentage is, is outstanding. But, yeah, like, he has to prove himself again this year. So, another one I want to throw at you, skill guys. You taking the Bengals skill guys or the Rams skill guys offensively? Oh, that's tough, man. Are are you including quarterback as a skill position? Yeah, including the QB. Dang, dude. I mean, I think it's – I think Bengals, honestly – I think, I, and and I'm a I'm a consistency guy. I mean, they've got superstars all over, you know. Uh, so do the Rams, but their worst receiver is Tyler Boyd. You know what I mean? Like three years ago, that dude was a top ten wide receiver fantasy. You know, he, he's he's a baller. Uh, and Joe Mixon, I mean, we don't need to talk about him. You know, four yards a carry, uh, nasty rusher this year. Stayed healthy, you know. That's great. Um, I think if Woods was in the game, though, I would go with the Rams. Uh, and they had Odell, you know what I mean? If mm-hmm. if that if they still had him, then yeah. And if K-Makers is 100%, you know, I don't know. He, it seems like he's kind of dealing with something, some kind of injury. I'm not exactly sure what it is. I think he tweaked something. Yeah, that's been a issue in my, like, daily fantasy lineup or for DraftKings or whatever is do I want to go all in on Akers or how are him and Michelle going to, like, split split time on the field? What, yeah. what's, their, what's their price like? What are their prices compared to Mixon's? in the daily fantasy compared to Mixon's yeah or just like well who are some of the who are some of the guys who you think might have value or like who you making your captain are you making Joe your captain without thinking about it so the thing is yeah I feel like you almost have to go that route if you're all in on the Bengals um because that's the only way I think that the Bengals win is if Joe Burrow is absolutely electric 
which he normally is. You know, we expect it. Big game, a lot of pressure on a young guy, so we'll see how that turns out. If not him, I'm probably throwing Cooper Cup, who was the most expensive player to actually draft um, out there. Um, he's starting out at 11-6, uh, which is, like I said, the highest guy out there. But uh, as far as Michelle and Akers, Akers is coming in at 6,400, and Michelle's all the way down at – well, I say all the way. He's down to 5,000. Mm. So – it's only a $1,400 mix, but when you start putting in those big-name guys, like I'm trying to get Jamar Chase out there, I'm trying to have Cooper Cup or OBJ, and once you get, like, those three or four top guys, it's kind of it's kind of hard to decide which way you're going to go, so. No, for sure, man. I, I think I think with that, I might – I honestly would still probably take acres over Michelle. I, I don't know that Michelle's going to really do as much as they, they say. Um, I just do. I, I think Cam Akers is really good. Honestly, like I, I, I really hope I get to see him play a couple full seasons where he's healthy. Um, but yeah, we got next weeps. I'll say, so let's just get into it. You, you mentioned you're taking the Rams. That's that's your pick. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, man. Greater. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the fun factor and go with Burrow, man. I'm gonna have to take the Bengals. It means so much to the city. There's what's up, Weeps? You gave me that look. I'm gonna need your breakdown of here. I want to know what the fun factor, what that equivalates to in in other categories. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, just Joe Burrow overall. Do you guys not understand what I'm saying when I'm I'm saying the fun factor <laughs> that comes with the Cincinnati Bengals? Like swagger, the swagger factor. The swagger is, the, of course, absolutely. When you got a guy like yeah. Joe Burrow, who's rocking the uh, all the flyest, newest swag. Um, a, f- a fake chain, I hear, too, right? Absolutely not. It makes far too much money. Far too much money to be rocking fake eyes. Well, you um, rock that, Yeah, I'm just, I'm actually, I'm just sold on Joe Burrow. He's actually the only reason that I'm completely in on the Rams. It's like you have the Rams in this crazy lineup, but they're playing Joe Burrow, who is the guy right now. He's the guy. So I'm all in on Burrow, and that's just me. See, I would, I, w- I would be all in on Burrow as well, man. If if it wasn't such a big factor with like the Rams' defensive line and the pressure. I mean, if he gets pressured, they're not going to win. Uh, that's just that's the fact of it, man. I mean, they beat the Titans, you know, and I'm not a fan of the Titans, like. I'd kind of have a vendetta against the Titans. So, you know, they sacked him nine times and lost deservingly, uh, mainly because I don't like Mike Gray. Anyway, anyway, um, I'm definitely going Rams, dude. What did you Weird say? Take. You don't like Vrabel? No, nah, I don't like Mike Vrabel, dude. Why? Uh, we can yeah. explain this later. We can we can talk about this later, Weaves. I know you probably really like Brable because man, they beat my Eagles, dude. I mean, like in the Super Bowl because Brable scored touchdowns as a linebacker coming out here and setting up a you know a, a two tackle set on the right side, like with Mike Brable, like this guy's scoring tutties. Terrell Owens out here playing with a broke leg, dude. Oh, let's forget about that. Also, him and Donovan McNabb hated each other at the time, so you know, I mean. Anyway, happy, happy anniversary as well. Home. Happy anniversary. I know it's the uh, the anniversary yesterday for the Super Bowl, so just wanted to wish you a. It is. Thank you. Uh, we'll touch on that Philly special later on. Um, 
But anyway, so I, I'm going Rams, dude. I mean, I just think we, you, you seem to agree with me, the Rams are going to win this thing. I think most of America thinks the Rams are going to win, but I also think that most of America would be happy to see the Bengals win. Honestly, I mean, when I was growing up, I kind of liked the Bengals. You know, um, they were just kind of like a fun team for me. Um, Chad Johnson, growing up watching him play, man, he was he was cool. Carson Palmer always liked him. Um, but I, honestly, I would be fine with either one winning. I think the Rams are going to win, though, and I think I think it's going to be a little bit closer of a game. I would take the under, and I think the Rams win like. 28 to 24 something like that or not 28 24 sorry 24 21 so covering the spread there we go yeah yeah but no i that's that's exactly how i feel um i think i've I've, created and i were talking on the phone my head is definitely telling me the rams my heart inside is telling me that i i want to cheer for the Bengals just because they they haven't been there you know it's, it's a bunch of young guys that are our age out there just balling out like it'd, it'd be cool to see them win so early on in their kind of building of a, of a great team. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, I agree. Let me ask you this question. Do you think the Bengals will be a serious playoff contender, like a, like a household name for the next like three to five years? I think the AFC is so stacked. Like, I think that's, yeah. I think that's going to be the issue. Cause you're going to have, you're going to have Mahomes in Kansas city. Who's going to be up there. Josh Allen has shown what he, what he can do in Buffalo. Um, you're going to have, obviously, I, I hope the Pats are coming back. You're going to have Herbert lead the Chargers out there for the next few years. Like, the AFC is stacked. So, it's, right. it's, hard, it's hard to say. I mean, obviously, the Titans always finishes a top one or two seed, too. But yeah. it's hard to imagine a team that, that did just go 10-7. and seven. Like, they lost some bad games this year. They've, yeah. just, they've just gotten hot at the right time. And they've and they found they figured out ways to win, but it's it's hard to say for the next three to five years if they are going to continue to become not lucky, but if they're going to be continue to win those close games like they have recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan of Zach Taylor. Uh, I think he's a great coach too. I mean, he's another young guy. Like he reminds me of all these same, you know, Brandon Staley, all these young like innovative guys. You know, so I like that. I like the way that the league's going. Um, but I'm with you. I think the AFC is just slammed. I mean, like I said, I have a vendetta against the Titans, but if they ever get a really good quarterback, they will be a freaking behemoth of a team to watch out for. Um, what's your take on this, Crater? But so I don't – and also the, the Bengals the are just in a uh, – they're in a tough division too. Like that, that's a tough division year in, year out to come out on top. Like you would hope that the Steelers are going to rebuild. They're going to start beating you up. The Ravens with Lamar, like, who knows? The Browns, like, they've been kind of trying to be on the up and up since they got Baker, but who knows what's going to happen there. Like, that's a tough division year in, year out to come out uninjured and at the top of. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Sorry, I was muted when you questioned me. (laughs) Thanks for covering. (laughs) Rookie move. (laughs) All right, uh, um, so – I'm taking Rams, Craters taking Bengals, Weaves, what are you going? Um, I'm Rams picking game, Bengals cover the spread. Cover the spread. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Just a quick note, I think if Stafford throws more than two interceptions, I think Bengals win. We talked about that on the first podcast when we played, uh, um, yeah, when they played in the championship, and he didn't. So, I think think that's a big key to it, too. They got to keep the ball. Um, so you guys want to toss some prop bets? 
Let's hear it. So I, I looked up your other one too. So you got T against to score two touchdowns and Burrow to throw three touchdowns total mm -hmm. plus 1250. Wow. So his, his over under, I think his over under, I think is uh, two and a half, one and a half. Yeah. He's at one and a half. Stafford's one and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me let me let me just throw some some props out to you. Uh, some fun ones. Coin toss, right. heads or tails? I'll take tails. I mean, yeah, that's Ew. that's just a fun one. Um, let's see. First penalty. Ooh, I think. Yeah. Uh, holding, holding is plus two seventy five. Fall starts plus four fifty. Um. Uh, I'm taking false start. I was thinking false start as well. Yeah. And then in this one, dude, this one, I'm definitely putting some action on this one. Any field goal or extra point attempt to hit the uprights or the crossbar plus 405 for yes. Oh, wow. That's, that's exciting. Just, that's I don't know. The, what's, what's the Bengals kicker? McPherson. McPherson. He's not hitting the crossbar. He's uh, not hitting crossbar. That shit's going straight down the middle every time. That guy is too good. It's gonna be. It's gonna have to be on gay. If uh, they hit a crossbar, you know. Here's a. Here's a. Here's a. You know, Matt Gay's actually injured. Uh, I don't know if y'all know that or not, but he injured his leg in the AFC Championship. So that's something to kind of keep your eye on, which leads me to this prop bet that I came across as well. Will the opening kickoff be a touchback? If Matt Gay kicks it, I'm thinking no. You're gonna have to get that in quick, then. <laughs> You're gonna have to get that Do in what? between the coin toss. You're gonna have to get that in between the coin toss and the kick to be able to get that better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, here's the other thing too. In the last 28 Super Bowls, uh, 26 of the opening kickoffs have not been touchbacks. Really? Really? Is... Only two of them have been touchbacks. That's a fun fact right there. So, I mean, and it's the odds on that one are yes is minus 150 and no is plus 130. But I would I would hammer the no on that one, including the last four Super Bowls. The last four Super Bowls, none of the opening kickoffs have been touchbacks. I'm, How I'm, is that possible? Yeah, I'm glad you just said that, but I'm also upset because now there is no chance that I'm not betting that. Because 26 out of 28, <laughs> mm. that's for sure. <laughs> That's almost a, that's a that's a gear bear guarantee. Almost, I would say. I'm gonna add that to my list. I got a couple more, man. If you want to hammer some prop bets, dude, call them out. This is fun. I like this. This is a good time. All right, so let's get, let's create. You got any up on your screen, or what do you what have you been looking at? Uh, well, I was gonna ask. I'm not seeing it on a barstool or Bavada, but there's a Gatorade bet is there not they're not supposed to be a prop bet for gatorade color i don't so there used to be a really big one and i don't know if they took it away or not but somehow like it was getting leaked or there was like people on the sidelines who knew that were like leaking that information so i don't uh, know if they still do that one or not yeah uh, that's that's lame i can definitely see where the issue would be with that though <laughs> <laughs> uh who y'all got winning mvp the MVP value bet that I have listed here is Odell Beckham Jr. at plus 2,800. Ooh. Touchdown machine. Two toddies okay. and he wins probably. So, so, my yeah, okay, my question or my argument to that is. That's from the Bleacher Report. 
you think two touchdowns he wins that? Like, no questions asked? 100 plus yards, two touchdowns. He's MVP. What a staff in a sport. With two interceptions? Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's got to be a fucking high scoring game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At that point, my money's already out the window. So, um, I don't know, man. I think I think if he scores two, um, but like, let's see, like say Cam Akers runs for one and then catches one out of the back, backfield and has like 120 yards or something like that, I think it would go to him. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit more of a run-heavy game than we're, we're, we're thinking here. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel like if, if anyone catches two touchdowns, the quarterback's probably still going to get it. Like this is a quarterback award, like, and like, you know, creators, a lot of people are in love with Joe Burrow. If he plays halfway decent wins, he's going to win. And Stafford's like this kind of comeback kid who's finally made it to the to the big game. And yeah. if he has a halfway decent game, he's going to win it too. But yeah. I do like that value. Like, I do like that value. Right, dude. I mean, that's a crazy, that's a crazy odd there. Another one. So this was, these are from Bleacher Report. So I just took a couple from here because they had some good ones. Uh, this guy has his Super Bowl lock as Cooper Cup's longest reception being over 29 and a half yards at minus 110. So he's locking that. He's hammering that bet. I mean, how do y'all feel about that? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, after what I've seen this year out of Cooper Cup, I'm not going to bet against him anytime. So, yeah. and all he needs to do is get open probably 15, 16 yards down the field. And he's got to just run. <laughs> yeah. No, he's a big yak guy, dude. That's the thing. A lot of people kind of sleep on his yak ability. Um, other than that, I don't, yeah, that was pretty much my biggest like prop bets. I have, Oh, actually, no, I've got a couple more. Um, okay. So this is a fun one to think about here. This is thinking about the game in its entirety. Will either team score, more in the final wait wait hold on sorry i pulled the wrong one up will more points be scored in the first half or the second half plus overtime second half plus overtime second half i think the fourth quarter is going to be huge yeah so i'm hammering that one that's currently at minus 145 um and just a couple couple fun facts on that before we like you know back away from it here uh since 2002 um, Super Bowl participants have scored more points in the second half plus overtime 13 times, including five of the last six. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Rams have scored more points per drive in the second half of games than they have in the first half in general. Um, and Cincinnati is beating them by a very large margin. Like, it's not even close. Um, so, I, I think I think that would be a good one to hammer as well. Yeah, that sounds like a lock. Lock, all right. A Loch Ness monster. I hear you, brother. <laughs> Will any non-quarterbacks throw a touchdown? What are you guys thinking? This is this is the Philly special question I got for you, Weeze. Specifically, I want to hear your take on this. Your New England guy, trick play guy, Julian Edelman guy. What's the uh, what, what's the plus money on that? Uh, yes, plus two fifty. No, minus four hundred. I would I would say yes. I feel like this is a game that. Coaches in general, especially young coaches, like to pull out that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We we kind of saw that not a non-quarterback touchdown, but last week or two weeks ago on the two-point conversion against the Chiefs, Cincinnati ran that that little little white receiver out there, and just a like quick little out route, easy touchdown. Like mm-hmm. I, I can see Taylor McVay kind of drawing something up to uh, 
have a uh, have a touchdown by Odell, maybe. If Odell if Odell catches two and throws one, MVP. <laughs> Boom, MVP. Automatic, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Wait, I got uh, Aaron Donald's plus one thousand for MVP. Mm. How many sacks does he have to have to get that though? Yeah, defensive players are four for me on Super MVPs. Five, four sacks. Three sacks, four sacks, six pressures, one pick. Pick six. <laughs> pick six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This man is reaching, dude. Yeah. insane, brother. What are you talking about? Defensive player winning the Super Bowl MVP. That's not happening. When was the last time that happened? That's had to have happened, right? I'll, I'll check on that. Yeah. Sorry, you cut out for a second. I said that's had to have happened. Uh, A defensive Super Bowl MVP? Oh, I'm sure it's happened. I just couldn't tell you who it was. Um, I do want to back up real quick, Weaves. I'm taking the no on somebody to throw a touchdown that's a non-quarterback. I don't think so. I think because of what you said exactly, teams will be expecting this. Since the Philly special, you know, came out and won the game for us. I don't think it's going to happen. They also pulled out a trick play in the AFC Championship already. Uh, they, they faked a punt, and Johnny Hecker threw a was like a twelve yard pass for a fourth down conversion. So, and McVay's known for this kind of stuff, man. I, I think they're going to be ready for any and everything like that. I, I just want to say real quick. I just looked it up. Von Miller was the last defensive player to win Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> what so, are his odds? Higher than uh, higher than Donald's. And he won that because his quarterback that year couldn't throw the ball five yards. That's why he won that. Yeah, strip sacks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we yeah, can get into that game and about the rigness of the NFL. And uh, stores, we'll, we'll, we're, save, we're, we'll, we'll save, save that, that for another week. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, you guys got Let me ask else? you this. You think the Panthers win the Super Bowl in our lifetime? Yeah, they have to. <laughs> if they don't, my life's not worth living. What is this whole what is this whole thing about if the Panthers can't win one Super Bowl in my lifetime? I don't know, man. Hopefully you guys draft Chosen Newton and get him out there. <laughs> yeah, give us about twelve years. We we did just hire Steve Wilkes as a secondary coach, which I don't know what the hell that is. What's a secondary coach? Assistant head coach? Is that the guy who has the TV show? Steve Wilkos? Wilkos, not but I'm talking about Wilkes. Wilkes. Who's that? He's an ab state guy. Yeah. Oh, no. A secondary coach is the coach of the secondary, dude. Like the defensive back. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) Tune in next week for Garrett and Weaves' podcast about football stuff. (laughs) Oh, very funny. Very hey, that's right, man. Matt, Matt rules the guy. You got, you got him locked up. I'm the only guy. Game. I'm the only guy that picked the Super Bowl contenders. So y'all can suck that's my. Uh... That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right, Weez. What's the, what? What you got next on the itinerary here? I think my biggest lock is going to be Aaron Donald at MVP. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It makes too much sense not with, to. With his six <laughs> pressures and a pick six, it's all his. I take back the pick six. If he has one strip sack on five sacks total, six plus pressures, that's MVP. 
Yeah, I think I just think it depends on like how the offensive stuff plays out. <clears throat> because well, I mean, you know, Cooper Cup could go out there and do Cooper Cup things. I mean, but here, let me ask you this straight up: Do you think Cup scored a touchdown yesterday? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you bet on that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I he's, that's pretty he's safe bet. I just he's getting eleven to thirteen catches. Like he's getting double digit catches. I think. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in Cooper 100%. Cup, OBJ, Jamar Chase, all three touchdown scores. What's that? They're one? Really big on Chase, man. That's like plus. I don't think Chase, I don't think Chase scores a touchdown. You don't think Jamar Chase scores a touchdown? I don't think so, dude. We'll see. You're you're high on T. Higgins right now, which I am. I mean, think about it. Fact of the matter, dude, is that Rams is going to shadow their best receiver, and that's Chase. And T. Higgins, whenever, and also T. Higgins scored like four touchdowns in one game this year. I can't remember who that was against. I remember because I was playing him in fantasy and got my ass kicked. So uh, you know, that stands out to me, but. I don't know if they were playing somebody with like a, a stud corner who played side to side like that that shadowed or not. So I can't really speak on yeah. that. But I think because I, I think Ramsey's the best corner in the game. Like I think he is nasty, dude. And not only that, bro, he blows up blocks. Like I mean, he he plays down. He kind of plays like Matthew does, but he's more of a real corner than Matthew. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I do have one more question before we wrap up. Unless you guys got anything else. I mean, did you guys see – this is, like, totally – if you want to move away from Super Bowl, I could, like, bring up a few things real quick. Did you guys see Adidas, what they tweeted today? Dude, they tweeted, like, <laughs> fuck, like, like 25 titty pics. What was it? <laughs> no. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. They tweeted, like, a compilation <laughs> box of titties. To uh, promote their their sports bras. How long did you look at that picture, bro? You talking about nipples out? I I saw I saw people talking about it. I of course I just had to go check out what they were referring to. I sent it to the Twitter account, so you can check that if you want to. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't look that long. They were it was a variety of tits. What, I mean, sure. are you talking about like exposed nipples, like areolas and everything? Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, dude! I, I think their tagline was about like they're they're making a bra to fit all shapes and sizes. So That's they showed bare titties, dude. Lingerie companies aren't even doing that. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know, man. <laughs> Oh, dude, I have, to look, I have to look that up, man. I mean, that's wild. I had no idea about that. No, I did not. Yeah, that, that happened today. What was um, your question, Weaves? Is this stemming from the previous episode? It is. It is. I was wondering if you still had your rankings in front of you from week one um, about your fantasy guys. Oh, dude, I actually do not. I, <laughs> it's funny, man. I actually only deleted that note. If you know a way to, like, recover notes, I could look it up. But um, I kind of remember it off the top of my head, though, a little bit. I wanted to get with the kicker position. Wanted to know who you had the nine spot coming into 2022. What did you say? <laughs> my number nine kicker. Up to... All right, give me give me five seconds. You guys talk about something. You know, so I felt I felt bad in week one. I feel like you were so prepared. You had like a top fifteen list for every position. I had like a top four, and I uh, I felt very very unprepared. So I just wanted to to cross check my new list with your old list to see if we were on the same page. <clears throat> 
So I'm a big fan of uh, I'm a big fan of playing the kickers off the waiver wire. So I, I actually could talk about this for a second. Um, I don't have a list for like top kickers. I mean, everybody's big on Justin Tucker, obviously. Harrison Butker, everybody takes him pretty quick. McPherson's nasty when the Bengals score a lot, but you also can't get a guy who just scores extra points. Ryan Suckup is the biggest blue balls guy in in the freaking league, dude. I mean, he'll score you four points, but Tom Brady will throw four tutties, and they won't kick any field goals. Like, that's horrible, okay? I mean, the guy from uh, Chris Boswell is pretty consistent from uh, Pittsburgh, you know. You also want a guy that can kick a long field goal, right? I mean, Matt Prater's a good one to have. You know, he used to hold the record for the longest field goal. Uh, and, and that's the thing. I don't, I don't like drafting kickers ever. I mean, I, I literally just play the kickers off the waiver, and I usually end up with, like, a good kicker somehow. If you can get a kicker that's going to score you – seven plus a game that's fulfilled the position the positional requirements i mean it's done what you needed to do like it was a young way coup i mean i had him last year not this past year but the year before that he was nasty was injured this year um i, I mean there are certain guys that i like but you know it's it all does just come down to getting a guy who's going to be on a team that scores a lot of points like tyler bass or something like that from buffalo um but then again, you don't want guys who are just scoring PATs. I mean, because that's that's useless. Here's a question for you: Would you rather change our league next year to a two quarterback league instead of a kicker? I'm out on that. You're out on that? So I don't like that at all. Fun. That's you a lot of like points. I mean, that's a lot of points. Lots of points. It is, man. But I mean, what you just said? Like, you just said you just spent what like two and a half minutes breaking down kickers like kick they're obviously valuable and there's obviously a lot of research that goes into picking the right kicker for that week i literally said i never draft a kicker though you would have to draft two quarterbacks i don't know (laughs) you do know i'm right son because two quarterback leagues are fun anyway weaves you're gonna say something i think that's a great poll to put up for the boys yeah, that's, that's gonna lead. That's gonna lead to a discussion for the next seven days about why it's a great and terrible idea, and I am excited for that because I love just stirring the pot a little bit. Yes, you do. I speaking know. of speaking, speaking of, of stirring, the, speaking of stirring the pot, last thing we all need to make sure that Grayson goes to Waffle House and does the challenge because it's getting pretty damn close. He hasn't done it yet. So I was yeah. about to say the same thing. Yeah, I I need a reason to go to Waffle House, um, and that that's pretty much the only reason unless I'm getting drunk and going in at nighttime, you know? Yeah. Knock out like 20 so, beers and then go. That's a great time too. Yeah. Now, if he doesn't do it, he's out. He's out. Right. That's what we agreed to. Right. I mean. Yeah. But according to him, he's never playing fantasy again. Oh, okay. All right. We can't get too involved yeah, with he our did, friends. He did have, <laughs> I will. On the RGS. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean that straight up uh, we need uh, I, I wish we could have documented his year this year though <laughs> show people I mean it was the most unlucky fantasy football year he had a great team dude a great team like, his yeah. team was way better than mine and I finished second <laughs> like, he had the most points against by like 400 it was <laughs> it was incredible yeah it was impressive dude I would, like he, I would tell people about it, and they'd be like, oh, okay. And then I pull it up, and they're like, dude, what? The like, this guy. <laughs> he lost, like, three or four weeks in a row putting up 140, 150 points and still lost. <laughs> like, yeah. 
And I was winning. I was putting up 89.6, getting the dub. <laughs> oh, man. I know, dude. That was me. I literally beat Clayton like 100 to 99 one time. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I'm so happy. Hey, all but it takes is. No, he, uh, what was I going to say? What? I was going to say, it just, you just got to have a point one more to win. That's all it takes. That's true. That's true. Yep. The funny thing is, is that Panko beat Grayson and was that was one of his like two or three wins was him beating Grayson like 180 to like 160. <laughs> and after that, Panko lost like every game. <laughs> and Grayson still came in last. <laughs> oh, man. That is awesome. What a year. What a year. So much stress. So many mornings, four o'clock, I'd be up here drinking three cups of coffee, just analyzing fantasy football. Field Yates and dude. I'm excited. I'm excited for this weekend. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I'm sad that it means the end of football season, but I am excited to get right back into these discussions, thinking about next year, thinking about who's going to be the guy, who's going to be the rookies. I am looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, one more week. Um. I was going to say, what's your, you guys have like a top three Super Bowl foods or spreads that have to be at the Super Bowl party? Snake draft? Yeah, let's do a snake draft. Gary, you got first pick. I'll go first. first um, <laughs> what'd you say? We got to get mics. It was my idea. I'm going to take, I'm going to take first okay. pick. I'm going wings. That's good. Gary. Reed's good. No, I'll get the snake. I'll go last. Oh, I wanted the snake, dude. You guys give me the worst spots. All right. Uh, I mean, Weebs, I know you're going to say buffalo chicken dip because anytime we've ever had a potluck, that's all you ever bring. So I'm going to say pizza so you can have that one. So you're right. I do. That is all that I bring. Number one, it's easy to make. Two, it's freaking delicious. And three, it's great. It costs 20 bucks to make. Buffalo chicken dip. First round, second round. Ooh, ooh. I haven't had it in a long time. Give me a six foot subway sub. <laughs> I, I hate you that pick. <laughs> guy, man. Oh my gosh, a six foot sub and a cup of green tea. That's what he wants at the Super Bowl, son. Oh my gosh. All right, my turn now. All right, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go like, was another like a queso dip or something of that manner like a sausage dip type deal that, that seems to always find its way to the super bowl parties i go to i agree um a lot of parties i'm gonna go ahead and go with a uh, a veggie tray with some nice ranch dipping sauce you gotta have finger foods you gotta be able to pick any the thing about a super bowl party is that you're not sitting down for dinner okay you need to be able to Come up, take a small plate, get you a little bit of, get you a little bit of veggies, get some nutrients in you. You're eating 50 and, wings. You standing up, eat the 50 wings, you sitting down. Right? <laughs> is, yeah, I would, I personally would take, I would grab about four or five wings, get a little bit of ranch and a little bit of carrots and celery and I don't know, what, some cucumbers maybe, you know, a little bit of a raw broccoli. Um, but you eat so the yeah, I'm going a veggie tray. And then... That's the worst take ever. I think that's far superior to a six-foot sub. <laughs> no, uh, I'd rather have a sub there than a veggie tree. Yeah, worry about your own draft picks there, buddy. Yeah, well, okay, well, leave me alone then. And uh, I'll go ahead and finish out. 
You got to have desserts. I think you have to have desserts. I'm going to go a nice cookie platter with football-themed icing. Wow, dude. What Super Bowl parties are you going to? Uh, that pretty much sums up every Super Bowl party I've gone to since I was a child. You always have to have – so I don't know that I've ever actually been to one that had, like, a dessert thing. I mean, maybe, like, chocolate, like Nestle homemade chocolate chip cookies, like, like you know, something like that. But I, I don't think I've ever really had anything for a dessert at a Super Bowl party. Or maybe cupcakes or something. But, like, the bad cupcakes, you know, like the Walmart cupcakes was, with, like, the rings – the ring in the in the middle of them, and you're like, uh, that was. I don't want to. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. That's one of those like last minute. You got to bring something to the Super Bowl party. Stop at food line. Go to the bakery section. Grab you a little cupcakes with little football rings. But I'm not a big cupcake guy. I love cookies over cupcakes. So that's that's what I'm gonna finish on. <laughs> finish what, what are you? What are you having? Oh, I got a sleeper coming. I got a sleeper coming with this last pick though. It's not a dessert. I got a sleeper. What is it? Garrett, Garrett, what's your last one? Oh, I thought, well, yeah, I was just telling you about, I thought, I I guess I would say probably like, I don't know, there's there's like chocolate chip cookies, I guess. Can't take my cookies. I said cookies. You said football cookies. You said the foot, the the cookies shaped like football. I'm talking about, all right, fine, dude. We'll we'll back off of that. How about (laughs) um, freaking, I don't know, like uh, cherry turnovers. (laughs) <laughs> i love them all right we let's do the sleeper i'm not prepared for freaking desserts pigs in a blanket oh that's actually a great one yeah love that yeah i should have i should have yeah, gone with beanie weenies over your veggie uh, tray yeah you should have yeah anything over over a veggie tray you say beanie weenies Beanie weenies, yeah, like a pot of, like a little pot of, uh, you never had beanie weenies, bro? Is that what you're telling me? Dude, not at any kind of group event ever, dude. <laughs> Have you ever been to a covered dish meal? I think beanie weenies are a trademark. Beanie weenies or meatballs, that's a trademark. Oh, Very meatballs. different things. Very different things, though. Are they, yeah, though? One of those comes in a can. One has to be prepared. You got to put them both in a crock pot. Y'all have terrible tastes. Bro, I love Beanie Weenies, but like I would never in my life think that, you know what, we're going to a potluck. I should bring a bunch of cans of Beanie Weenies and put them in this casserole dish. <laughs> it's not in a casserole dish, it's in a crock pot. It's in a crock pot. You can't just put it in a crock pot and make it fancy. I mean, like you can put hot dog, you blow. Little hot dogs in a crock pot and then show up with a crock pot full of hot dogs. Is that the same That's thing? That's fine, dude. I will never, ever be bringing beanie weenies to your little covered dish meals ever again. Well, good. That would be weird. I'll just enjoy <laughs> them at my house. And I think an honorable mention that we all can agree on that we've all had it at one of the covered dish parties. <laughs> Little little what? ham delight sandwich. Little hot, hot ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> you hear that, Gary? Wait, what? I, I couldn't hear Oh, Y'all oh, froze up for a second. Little little hot ham and cheese sandwich. Did it ruin the intensity of the dirt? Oh, bro. Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm salty over that, dude. 
big salt. I mean, that's crazy. Everyone come to my house. And you know what the craziest part about the whole thing was? I bought extra ham on purpose so I could make some for myself after y'all left and y'all ate all of it. <laughs> Quadruple layers, boy. <laughs> I was so mad, bro. God, dude. My wife was like, I just heard weaves in the kitchen like, Throw that shit on there. Throw it on there. Pile it on there. Put it all in there, bro. Bryce is like, how much do we need, bro? Oh, no, bro. Put it all in there, bro. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Those are gas, though, dude. Oh, yeah. man, I love this thing. You got, are you guys big air fryer guys? Air fryer? Everything. Everything. Yes. You can air fry anything. You can air fry a steak, dude, and it'll be good. You know what I think air fryers are best for, though? Leftovers. Reheating leftovers, bro. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. put McDonald's French fries like fries. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Microwave makes it all soggy. You don't want that. Air fryers, key. Dude, oh. pizza. pizza in the air fryer is gas. <laughs> I've never tried that. <laughs> like reheating pizza? I need to get a bigger air fryer. My air fryer's not big enough for that. Personal I'm talking pizza. about like reheating your pizza. Oh. I thought you were talking about like straight bacon pizzas in an air fryer. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're officially a cooking show. <laughs> chopped. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Crater Spitz doesn't get chopped if he brings beanie weenies to these covered dish events. <laughs> Yeah, I want I want to see pictures of your Super Bowl spread, dude. I want to see your beanie weenies and your veggie tray from Walmart. Okay, okay, I can guarantee I can guarantee my my three picks: cookies, wings, veggie tray will be at my Super Bowl party. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I would say veggie uh, veggie tray is a it's a like it is always there, but it's not something I ever desire or go. I might have a carrot, like that's it. <laughs> I might have a baby carrot one time. And I'm not even going to dip it in the ranch because the ranch is bad. So, Good ranch is key. Good ranch is important. That's true. Well, All right. Well, we got anything else for the evening? I think that might be it. That's not a bad episode two slash episode three. So not too bad. Or two, maybe three, we'll, or uh, Steve, whatever the hell we're going to call it. Yeah, maybe we'll get this one out to the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see if Steve Grayson makes this song to hear us talk shit about his fantasy experience. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I would love to have a Grayson, a Grayson-led debate on here. We could have a whole Tom Brady discussion. With we'll we'll interview him. We'll get him on here sometime and just not tell him what we're going to ask him. Just ask him the most ridiculous thing that's just going to drive him crazy and piss him off. <laughs> see how mad he gets before he leaves. I'll give it seven minutes tops. He that guy could go for forty-five minutes alone. And we could sit there and be asking him questions, and he would ignore us to keep proving his point that he made 30 minutes ago. He, he'll, be a, he'll be a tough interview. <laughs> yeah, he'll be a fun guest. We'll get everybody on. We'll start with him, Let's go down the list, and see, see what people say and see what they like about it. Garrett's been frozen on my screen for a minute, so I think that means we got to go. I was going to say, yeah, Garrett's just cheesing really hard right now. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right, that's what we got this week. We'll be back next week. See you guys. Please. Oh.